What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Beyond the Course podcast. To get today's guest is George Blackshaw. George, how are you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for joining me. So um, give us a little bit of background into your story then with golf. How did you kind of get into golf and, and um, why did you get into it? Um, yeah, so I started when I was about 14 or 15 years old. Um, I have three brothers and uh, my dad, they all play. Um, obviously, I'm always been determined with my um, disability to do stuff and I just love sport, play a lot of football and tennis. And I saw them going off to play and going to the driving range and I just thought, why not try it? So, um, yeah, gave it a go. And ever since I gave it that first go, I've, I've loved it. Um, and yeah, just grown and played a lot more as I've got older. Yeah. So, I mean, for people that don't know you already and follow your journey, they can find you at the amputee golfer on, on Instagram. Um, so just tell us a little bit about, you know, what it is that, that, that happens to you in terms of the, the disability, if you like, and then a little bit about how you kind of deal with that when you're playing with golf and maybe some of the, the kind of drawbacks that you have when trying to play golf. Um, yeah, so when I was 15 months old, um, lost my right arm and right leg um, in a lawnmower accident. Um, luckily it happened when I was younger, so I don't really remember any of it. Um, so just sort of got on with life um, like that not had well obviously some challenges along the way but I've not known any, any difference so it's just sort of like got on with it um regarding golf um obviously it's been been difficult um you know I think a lot of people when they're beginning to play golf go on you know like YouTube and stuff and watch different tips and how to play and for me it was I, I can't really do that because my game is so different to everyone else's I mean I can pick sure. up the odd thing um so I had a golf coach um when I started playing and he got me into it, taught, like taught me how to play. And um, yeah, I mean, the difficulties I experience aren't so much now, but when I was younger, it was more just strength. Um, and as I've got older, I've, I've got more strength in my left arm. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's not too bad now. I've just got used to it and just love it. Yeah, I mean, I just like there's a few different points I can pick up on there. But first of all, I just want to say, like, you know, I really appreciate what you do. I mean, I've followed your journey for quite a while now on Instagram. And, you know, I, I love the fact that you kind of, as you said, don't really give a fuck about it. You see it as yeah. a as a plus. You don't see it as a, as a weakness or whatever. And not only that, but you're also there on Instagram showing your journey and trying to inspire other people. And I, and I think that's great. And it seems like as well, considering that you started at what some might say is a late age of 14, you've got to a really, really good standard as well. Yeah, no, um, I mean, for me, my, like, golf account, I mean, obviously, great for people to follow my journey and stuff, but it's like inspiring other people to get into it and, you know, other disabled people. I had someone message me the other day and was like, um, they've got a disability and they're like, your page is really inspiring me to get back into the game, which, for me, like, anything like that is just such a bonus. And Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been great, and no, thank you very much for the kind words. Yeah, I mean, does that seem to be people that are getting in touch with just people that don't have disabilities as well as well as people that are? I mean, because again, just me watching you and I'm like, bloody hell, sometimes I'm moaning when I get a score or whatever, maybe I'm not playing as well. And then you've got people like yourself and I know you post a lot about like the disability golf that's on the TV and you watch these guys and girls playing and it's incredible what they're able to do. Yeah, no, um, it is nice to always receive those messages and obviously... All the, support, all the support I get on my Instagram page is, um, yeah, very nice. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have the same thing with my golf game. I, I come off and I'm, like, so frustrated, but it's just what golf is. And, yeah, like, sometimes I do play and I'm frustrated and then kind of look back at it and I'm like, 
relatively what you're doing with the one arm and one leg like to myself i'm like it's it's pretty good but uh, yeah we all have those expectations of ourselves don't we so i'm um, sure and yeah just l letting people know about disability golf as well and um i mean i've only i've not really played many actual disability events and i know there's so many disability golfers out there that you've probably seen it alongside the european tour actually yeah um, they've been playing a lot of events and the standard is just like unbelievable um, yeah, because... well, I, I was going to say as well as, you know, like the women's game, obviously over the last few years, which has progressed a, a whole lot, which is great to see. Also, the disability one is now, um, I don't know, they start to televise it now as well a lot more. I thought, I think I've seen a couple of tournaments fairly recently on uh, on Sky Sports. They seem to be televising it a lot more, which is great. Yeah, no, I think they've, because um, it's alongside the European Tour, they do show some highlights and stuff. Um, but even that, like two or three years ago, no one, no one even took consideration of it and just even that you know i had a i saw um adam warby it is on um yeah the, the belgian got, lad yeah got several palsy and they showed him for 10 minutes hitting balls on the range it's just like it's unbelievable so um yeah it's fantastic the recognition is getting and i think brendan lawler's playing today in the bmw bmw program at wentworth mm -hmm. again just stuff like that and i'm sure everyone's seen him play so yeah he's, he's amazing yeah well, he's been on a roll recently hasn't he hasn't he a couple of wins and getting a load of media attention now so that's great to see and so in terms of yourself then again started at 14 what was the kind of goals for you at the start was it just a little bit of fun with your brothers and your dad or were you always kind of wanting to take it seriously and what was your sort of standard like when you started um yeah I mean when I started it was just more socially um I had a few friends that played in school um, and then, yeah, like you say, my family played, so it just kind of didn't want to be left at home when they went out to play. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, just socially at the start, mainly until about two years ago, maybe just over two years. Um, and I just started, joined a golf club properly for about three and a half years ago now, um, Delamere Forest, and then played competitions there and I just loved it and then wanted to try and play disability events as I've, as I've got older. Um, yep. And last year, I was aiming to play a lot of events, and then obviously COVID, which stopped that. But um, yeah, hopefully, I'll get the opportunity to do that in the future. Yeah. So, have you got like, a, did you get a golf coach fairly early on? Have you got a golf coach at the moment, or have you just taught yourself? Um, so, I had a golf coach when I initially started. Um, he was amazing. He, uh, a coach called Graham Moore, um, unfortunately, passed away about three and a half years ago now. Okay. Um, he, he knew. He just knew what to do with my swing straight away um, and it was amazing and yeah he, he taught me he taught me my own swing as well and ever since I've not been with him I've not really had a proper coach so I sort of think I know my swing better than probably most people will do it'll t probably take about 10 or 15 lessons for a coach to get to know my swing sure um, I, I've had the odd lesson um, I have lessons with my local pro at my local golf club and um yeah one of our family friends is a golf coach as well so i've had lessons with him um but yeah i do i do need to look if i'm playing events to get a proper coach proper coach yeah so when you're doing that coaching then and you and you you know go through the drills or whatever what changes for you as an amputee is there, is there a certain like for example do you need a specific type of coach that could be able to coach somebody like yourself because i imagine your movements are different etc or is it pretty much just the same as a regular coach um, it's pretty much just the same as a regular coach, but again, with the same as everyone really, they need to get to know your swing and mm -hmm. um, need to, and for me, need to get to know what I can and what movements I can't do and 
Um, so with the right leg as well, it's quite, you know, a lot of the time it's when they talk about like turning and stuff, it's quite hard, I think, for them. But um, yeah, a lot of the time I, I've been to a golf coach and he say like, can you maybe try and do this? And I'll just try and do it. And if I can't do it, I'll just adapt around it and change something that will suit me. Yeah. So then after that, when you first kind of started playing just for a little bit of fun, how long did it take you before you started to get involved in like these proper competitions? Was it pretty much straight away? Um, no, it's probably the first couple of years I just played with my family, played with my friends just um, socially. Um, looking back now, I wish I took like more photos and videos of me when I started mm -hmm. playing. It's like go on my golf account and my golf journey now. Sure. Um, um, but yeah, like we used to go on holiday and used to play with, and used to be nice to actually get out and play with my brothers and dad and uh -huh. and compete with them and yeah, just play with them and spend time with them. And then when did all the kind of social stuff start about? Like, was that something that you always felt like you wanted to do or did it just come about you all of a sudden that you wanted to start inspiring people and documenting your journey? Um, yeah, so it probably came about, probably about two and a half years ago now. Um, I actually started um, a golf account just like, giving like golf updates, you know, like European tour and PJ mm -hmm. tour updates. And then I was like, popped into my mind one day. I was like, why can't, why don't I just like do my journey? So um, yeah, I've done it two and a half years ago, I think, uh, properly started. And then the last like year and a half, it's just sort of like took off and I properly got into it, probably during lockdown. So I played so much golf and just documented it from then really. Um, and yeah, I've had some amazing, amazing experiences over the last year or so. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it took off pretty quick by the look of it. I mean, was it something whereby you were working on it and trying to get it to take off and getting yourself out there? Or did you just kind of let everything come to you as you were documenting your, your, your journey? Because, I mean, you're working now with American Golf, I think, a little bit, and you get involved a lot with the the pro-ams and stuff like that, the tournaments. So did that all just kind of come onto your doorstep or was it something you were looking for and pushing for? Um, I mean... Obviously, it was like it was something I was looking for, but prop, I wasn't looking for it that like um, soon. Like it just mm -hmm. came about very quickly. Um, so yeah, all start. I won the um, Aramco Team Series competition yep. um, in London, and then ever since then, like that experience, that whole week was just amazing. And then obviously got involved with American Golf and done a few things with them, which is you know they've been great to work with. And um, yeah, playing the programs as well, meeting all the pros and stuff. It's it's all been amazing and yeah, I, yeah, I really want to, you know, do some more stuff, but um, just getting yourself out there and sure. even, if I don't, even if I don't, the last six months or so has been, yeah, so much fun. But it's getting it's get the time to do it as well, isn't it? I mean, it takes a lot of work, but that event then that you mentioned, is that the one that you played alongside Anna? Um, or was yeah, that a different one? Yeah, no, that was the one I played along, like, alongside Anna. I just did um, a, like three or four holes with her, like filming. Okay. Um, through the three days, I didn't I didn't play with Anna. I played with three other pros. Right. Okay. What was that experience like? With, I mean, in general, the whole tournament, but as well with Anna, it was a good good weekend, I imagine. Yeah. So I was down in St Albans for like a week, um, staying in the hotel. It was just like unbelievable. I did like loads of content filming on the Tuesday. Um, what went and watched the program on the Wednesday. And then, yeah, tournament days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But, yeah, to play those whole Havana was, like, amazing. And it yeah. was quite funny because um, I was meant to be playing three or four holes with her, but she had a problem with her bags not arriving from with British Airways, I think. Oh, okay. Um, and so she ended up caddying for me, um, which was quite funny. We were, yeah, we were very Oh, so she didn't even get to play? 
Yeah, I didn't even didn't even get to play with her, but she was my caddy, and uh, I was like, well, I was I said to her, I never thought I'd be playing with you, never mind you being my caddy. So yeah, yeah. Well, I was just I was just about to say. I mean, obviously, we all watch golf on TV and we've seen it live, but I imagine playing alongside somebody like that, you learn even more from them, not just their swing, but the way they're talking to you and stuff like that. So I guess maybe you got even more of that because of the fact that she was caddying you. So how much kind of conversation was there? What was there anything like in particular that you think stands out in terms of what she was saying to you while you were playing that, that sticks in your mind? Um, yeah. yeah just, just in terms of like how the pros think, right? Because yeah. they're obviously on a different level. Um, yeah, with Anna, it was just like course management. And I was like, I'm going to go for it. And she was like, <laughs> she was on like a par five. Um, she was, I was like, I'm going to go for it. And, she, and I was never going to get near the green. And she was like, what's the point? You may as well leave yourself back a bit instead of leaving an awkward yardage. And, just stuff like that. And yeah, she gave me a lot of um, tips on my putting actually. And okay. with the one hand, I tend to like flip my wrist over a little bit. So, right. and uh, she said it's more like a pendulum with your shoulder. Um, so yeah, and then the three days with the girls that I, I was in the team with uh, on the Thursday, Friday and Saturday, like that was just things like you'd learn from them and just walking around. And it was just sort of like a pinch, pinch me moment really like the whole three days like I'd hit a bad shot and get frustrated and then be like you're playing on a ladies European tour event so yeah yeah it was uh yeah that's good and what else have you got lined up kind of for the future anything in the next few weeks I mean we've got the BMW this weekend you said you're gonna be down there was it one day you're gonna be down there I think this weekend yeah so I'm going down there tomorrow to watch um so it's a 5 a.m start tomorrow morning nice um yeah, I'm hoping the weather's like this tomorrow because um, it's stunning at the moment. Definitely. Yeah, well, I'm going down on the Sunday as well, so it should be a good weekend. But um, in terms of like ones that you're playing in or anything like that or taking part in, I mean, I know you did the charity event recently, which we'll get on to, but have you got anything else lined up uh, in the future? Um, I've, not got any, um, I've not got any golf days lined up. Um, I might have an event in November, a disability golf event, but I've not got any programs. Okay. I was invited down to I think the Scottish Open Legends program yesterday. Right. Um, and but I couldn't attend because I'm going to. It would have been too long of a journey to get yeah. back and get to uh, Wentworth tomorrow. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm playing Sunningdale on Friday, which should be should be a lot of fun. Good stuff. So, what's the plan for you in terms of like the tournaments that you're going to be playing in, and in in terms of a competition sense? I mean, where do you want to get to with your golf game? Obviously, again, you played at a good standard now. I mean, you want to get into more amateur events for the disability side of things, or what's your sort of plan with all that? Yeah, um, that's what I'm aiming to do. Um, I've said at university, so I just kind of have to balance the two. So sure. Kind of like, obviously, study is really important, and it's fitting your golf game around that which is quite difficult in the winter as well when the days are shorter um because like summer it's been nice you just you know you can get out like five o'clock half mm -hmm. five and get 18 in um but yeah that's what i'm aiming to do play more disability disability events um a lot of them are like in europe and stuff so it, sometimes it's hard to try and fit them in you know it's like a four or five day thing to fly over and stuff like that but um yeah that's what i'm looking to do um just get my handicap down play more events and yeah just I love competing so um yeah hopefully I'll be able to do that and what do you feel like you need to do at the moment to be able to compete in these tournaments you say there you try to get your score down is there anything like you're working on at the moment when you go to the range like you've been today is there anything you're working on at the moment yeah so the last couple of months probably I've, I've had like a bad um cut on the ball so I've been fading it left to right 
Okay. Well, it's not been a nice, it's not been a nice fade. It's it's uh, <laughs> not a baby I've, fade. Yeah, I've been losing quite a bit of distance on on my uh, shots. But it's like ten or fifteen yards difference, and um, I've just been working on. I got a tip actually from um, the Jazzy golfer. She. Oh she, yeah. Um, so I've been I've been using that the range. It's kind of just getting you follow through and making sure that you're swinging straight and not swinging from in to out. Um, sure. So yeah, that's what I'm working on at the moment. And uh, yeah, it's the last two rounds I've played. I've, I've noticed like I've not scored amazing, but like I've been a lot better at my ball striking. Yeah. How often do you sort of practicing at the moment? What's your schedule like? You you like to get on the range like a few times a week and then play around once a week, or what's your schedule like for playing? Um, yeah, I normally like to get. I've been getting to the range probably three or four times a week um, recently. Um, obviously, at the start of the summer, like, I was just playing so much because the weather was so nice, and um, I just had loads of people asking me. And um, yeah, I mainly just went probably to the range about once, and then on the course like three or four times a week. Because um, like when someone asks you for a round, it's it's pretty hard to turn down. Um, yeah, but yeah. No, I've been. I'm in hope. I'm hoping to like go to the range more than. Obviously, it's gonna be difficult to fit in rounds of golf nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you get a lot of people as well on Instagram that ask you to go for rounds or whatever, giving you tips? You know, these people that are kind of saying that you've inspired them and stuff like that. What sort of things are they normally saying to you? Is it just kind of thank you and enjoy the journey, or are they also asking for advice, tips? Um, you know, because I imagine now you've got years of experience playing as a disability golfer, and you probably got a lot of brand new golfers now that are maybe playing um, with disabilities that are, are looking to, you know, get the best out of their game because I think golf's booming in general at the moment, isn't it? And that's been the same for women golfers, kids getting involved and I imagine disability golfers as well. Yeah, um, there's disability golfers that have got in touch with me. I, I mean, it's hard to really give them, I've given them tips, you know, but it's been kind of more like just don't give up, just keep going. Cause like I used to get so frustrated. I'm sure like any normal person will, but especially disability, cause I probably get frustrated at the golf and then probably get frustrated at the disability as well. At the same time, like they feel like it's restricting them a little bit. They just kind of like, just carry on. Just, you know, some days you'll go to the range and can't hit a ball. And then some days like, yeah, when I started for like the first, like, two months I couldn't even get the ball off the ground so mm-hmm. yeah no, I imagine just, it's much more of a mental game as well isn't it yeah just more kind of the advice I've been giving them is just like just don't don't give up and yeah just don't get too frustrated with yourself yeah I was, I was gonna say then like you know in those times when you were struggling what is the sort of things that would go for your head what would you do to kind of keep yourself on track and is it just kind of don't give up or is there anything else that, that people in a similar position could do um, yeah, just sort of like don't give up and like nothing's impossible at the end of the day. Like whatever disability you have, like it can be done. Like if you look at the different disability players that are playing like on tour in the disabled tour, it's just like unbelievable. And yeah, for me, obviously you, like you get, get home and be so frustrated and then like wake up the next day and just be like, just work through it. Like everyone's mm-hmm. gonna, it's not like a game of, per- you're never going to, it's not a game of perfect. You're never going to go to the course or go to the range and hit a hundred amazing balls. Um, yeah, just don't get too frustrated with yourself. Because, um, like, yeah. yeah, I got very frustrated at times, but 
It's not, it's not going to help you getting frustrated, is it? Really? Sure. I mean, it's the same kind of problems that regular, you know, golfers that play without disabilities don't, that go through as well. I mean, we've just got to kind of appreciate a little bit more. We're still able to get out there and play. Things could always be worse, I imagine, you know, especially with things like in the pandemic. So sometimes we just got to, got to appreciate what we've got and that we can play golf anyway. Yeah, no, definitely. And like the last 18 months, especially, because like, yeah. I think everyone, golf been like a massive saviour and yeah, like, and mental health-wise as well, it's just been, like, so important for everyone, exactly. I think. Yeah. I mean, we talked a little bit about kind of how the dis the disabled golf has progressed a little bit recently. What could people like myself and yourself do, especially with social channels, to kind of help promote um, disabled golfers even more and try and, you know, uh, progress it on even further than it has already? Um, yeah, I just think giving, like, recognition to um, those that are doing it and, you know, like I said, people like, Brendan Lawler and Adam Warby and just people getting coverage on these big big moments and big stages and like you know like Modest will help that with Brendan mm -hmm. and um, yeah I mean for the general person it's quite hard you know we can all the Instagram accounts are probably giving as, as much recognition as possible but I think it's probably higher up that the people higher up you know in I don't know the golf associations you know giving people opportunities and programs and stuff like that mm -hmm. where you know big crowds like Wentworth today and Brendan will obviously get that today and yeah just those sort of people then go away and be like oh my god did you see Brendan Lawler and did you see him hitting be his ball inspired. Me? yeah be inspired and go away and yeah yeah, because I saw like in a, I think it was a, an article or something that you did, or an interview, you were saying how like some people sometimes may treat you differently and you, you know, you obviously get sick of that. So, you know, how do we find that balance of like being able to promote this and, and, and giving that recognition, but then not feel like we're doing it so that it's like, you know, because we want to treat you differently because at the end of the day, you are just a goal for like, you know, the rest of us, of course. Yeah, no, that is really hard. And like, obviously a lot of the time people are like, oh, you know, you really inspire me and stuff like that and but like I never I've never really seen myself as any different like even though I call myself yeah. the LPC like when I'm playing like when I'm playing golf and hit a bad shot like, like I said like, I don't think oh like you're disabled it's all right like, I just get frustrated mm -hmm. um because my accident happened when I was so young I've never thought of myself as that but yeah it's hard for like everyone else to I don't uh, it's hard to like give advice because like obviously it is extra special what people the disabled people are doing but for them it's just like it's who they are and it's like you say I don't think any disabled person really wants to be treated any differently so it's, it's a really fine line I think yeah and I mean you mentioned you struggled a little bit with your golf game at the start um did you have any sort of like issues or, or were you ever unsure about kind of not coming out about it, but obviously starting to post stuff on social media, you know, giving yourself that name on Instagram and, and posting it all, knowing that people would, would see it. Did you ever have any kind of doubts about that? And again, what sort of advice would you give to people that, that maybe do feel a little bit unsure or, or worried about starting to post stuff like that if they are a disabled golfer? Um, yeah, there was, a, there was a little bit at first, definitely. Um, but then like, obviously the more stuff you post, um, you know, the more support you get, and then, like, the more followers you get, you just kind of, like, gain confidence that, you know, people are following your journey and, you know, all the messages that I've received and it's just, like, you know, really enjoying your journey and people like you will say, you know, like, followed your journey from the start. That's just, like, inspiring. And I think for those 
disabled golfers that do want to like you know um do the content and do an instagram account then um yeah just give it a go because like there's going to be so many people supporting you like even if you're disabled or not disabled then like no one's going to be harsh about it like it's just your journey and you've got if you've got a passion for it then yeah you should you should go ahead with it good man and just before we let you go i want to finish on the charity event that you did recently um so it was for well it was for uh, alex elliott's um charity day wasn't it so give us a little bit of information about what that was all about which charity it was for and and how that experience was yeah so it was um alex elliott's uh, t- uh charity day for teenage cancer trust um it was at Markham hall on um friday um what was it the weekend just gone right yeah 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 last last friday um so yeah that was um yeah it was a great day um yeah we had a lot of people it was a uh, nice i was luckily actually in alex's team um mm-hmm. so yeah that was a really good experience a uh, great guy um we ended up coming second our team um but yeah just think like the whole day for the the whole um charity it's just like really inspiring and i think he had a target of ten thousand, and i think i think he's nearly there now so um awesome. yeah like unbelievable to see everyone you know the whole golf golf um, society and golf group getting together to raise money for such an amazing charity what was it was it just like groups of four balls played together was it some sort of particular setup that they were doing or just kind of going around having a laugh um yeah so it was a shotgun start um i think they had 17 teams in the end um a couple dropped out relatively last minute but um yeah shotgun start teams of four um best two of four and then um yeah total like stableford points at the end um awesome. and then it's a pin on every par three, longest okay. drive. So yeah, yeah so, ended- I saw, saw there's quite a few like celebrities there as well, like playing golf. I think I saw Paul Dickoff was there and and some other people, so that was good to see as well. Yeah, there was Paul Dickoff, um, Mark Chapman, a BBC presenter. Um, he was there, um, and yeah, it was a, it was a great day. And we actually thought we were going to win, but someone ended up coming with like ninety four points, which is like twenty one under or something like that. So Bloody um, hell. yeah, I, I, I managed. Wonder, wonder <laughs> I managed to play the first six holes even par without hitting the fairway, which was uh, interesting. <laughs> well, it's, it's credit to credit to your game if you can do that, no? Yeah, no, there's uh, some some miraculous up and downs and a, and a chip in, so yeah, that that helps. But no, it was a, it was a great day. It's nice to meet Alex, um, and yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a good lad. Awesome. Well, George, thanks for taking the time to do this. I'll let you go. Um, I think we've done pretty well to get through the whole of this without talking about football and United. Yeah. Maybe we'll save that for another one. But uh, yeah, cheers for doing this. And again, you know, it is really inspiring, you know, just getting to know you and, and looking at your journey and, and following your journey on Instagram. So remind everybody where they can find you on either Instagram or other channels if, you, if you've got them. Um, yeah, so my Instagram name is The Amputee Golfer. And um, yeah, if you'd just like Instagram. Um, yeah, just Instagram at the moment. Um, yeah, if you'd like to follow me, follow my journey, that'd be great. So, yeah, thank you very much, Alex. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, and uh, yeah, speak to you awesome soon. Cheers, George. Thanks, mate.